Thank you for joining us here at Zoe Household. Our desire is to bring you to the consciousness of the Zoe, the life of God that has been made available to everyone who believes the Lord Jesus Christ. Prepare your heart for a powerful word from God. God bless you. Let's begin to pray. Can we just pray? Can we just pray? Five or six. First minute of five or six. Can we have that? Glory. It says that humble yourselves therefore under what? The mighty hand of God. So the hand of God there is talking about is talking about the spirit of God inside of us. Are you understanding? It's not talking about one hand. If the hand of God comes on you, <laughs> it'll be trouble. But the spirit of God is inside you. That is your spirit. So it says you should humble yourselves so that what will happen, it will exalt you. That it will build you up. Do you understand? When the word of God comes to us, it's not just knowledge. It builds us up. 
Are you understanding? Bringing us to realms of glory, even like our Father. Do you understand these things? So the Word of God is more than knowledge. It imparts virtues. Virtues of righteousness. Virtues of peace. Virtues of love. Virtues of joy. Are you understanding? Virtues of strength. Everything found in the Father, we begin to receive. We begin to receive. Are you understanding? The fullness is in our spirit, but it doesn't mean the fullness is in manifestation in your life. So when we receive the word of God, 2 Corinthians 3 verse 18 says, when we behold him, we are changed from one level of glory to another. That's why I say you should pray that the spirit of truth will open your eyes to see. Likete
<laughs> um, before I say anything, um, it's a privilege to be here. Um, and I want to thank my pastor. Pastor Dagbo, I love you, sir. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, it's been a long time coming. Um, I was that boy, that same boy you met in here, like, who did not know anything. Pastor, see me here now. Thank you, sir. Okay, so we'll be learning, just like we've been learning, um, and I hope that we'll obey that word. It says, humble yourself. Are you understanding? Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. So you need, your heart needs to be opened. In the book of Revelation, Jesus was saying, I knock at the door of your heart. You know, he wasn't talking to unbelievers. Do you know? Paul said in Corinthians, he says that we dine of a table which the world cannot dine of. Are you understanding? But what happened to this church is that they thought they had money. They had things, natural things. So they thought we're cool now. We had believed the gospel and we have money. You know, we're cool. We are prosperous now. But Jesus said, they didn't know that they were poor. They were what? Wretched. He says, now open up your heart and let me do what? Let me dine with you. He says, buy from me things that are what? Imperishable. Are you understanding? Which is found only what? In the word of God, in Christ Jesus. Are you understanding this? So we'll be continuing from where we stopped and our pastors led us in such wonderful, triumphant, I'm, try- I'm advertising triumphant way in learning about um, didomi. Are we understanding this? Didomi. Didomi means to give. Are you understanding? And we are made to understand from the scriptures and by a man of God that when we're talking about giving, the next thing that will come to our mind because it's paramount in our generation is we giving money to God, right? You say, oh, these men will come again. They won't take our money. <laughs> so, but we're made to understand that the true giver is God. Hallelujah. The Bible says that we love him, right? Because he what? He loved us first. Remember, our state. And um, I just like us, let's put our eyes together for Numa, please. That song was awesome. And if you listen, God, you will see Didomi throughout it. From beginning to end, everything that God gave. You have to understand that whatever we do unto the Lord is because he did it unto us what? first. Another portion says that he is the one that works in you, both to what? To be willing and to what? Do for his good pleasure. Jesus said that, he says, every man that does good, shows his works are done in what? God. So, I can't do any good thing saved by what? By God. Are you understanding this? Let me show you. Romans chapter 11 verse 35. We are not the givers per se. Are you understanding this? God is the giver. Are you understanding? Romans eleven thirty-five. Look at this. Glory. It says, who had what? First given to what? To him. And he shall be recompensed unto him again. This is not Paul asking a question. This is Paul being sarcastic. You know, Paul, Paul does sarcasm if you read his um, epistles. For example, when he says, if you speak tongues of men or tongues of angels, there's really nothing like tongues of angels. He's just trying to say that. If you like, you know, you have to be like, do this, do that, but you don't have this one. You're nothing. Do you understand? It's sarcasm. So he wasn't asking a question yet. It was like a rhetorical question. Are you understanding? So that's what he said. He said, who has first given to him and it shall be what? Recompense. That is, who has first given to the Lord that he needs a payback? Nobody. Whatever we give unto him is because of what he has what? Given unto us. 
Somebody say, but I pray. It's a sacrifice, right? But remember, you even owe him your soul. The mouth you are using to pray, who give you? Is it your own? Do you understand this? Do you get it? So all the things which we give back to God are what he, what he gave to us. So when we talk about didomi, which means to give, we're actually looking at the context of what? Of what God has what? Has given to us. Do we understand this? And then we learn some things. We learn some things. The first part is that we have seen some things that God has given us. Last week we looked at First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. If we can have that quickly. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. But do you understand that portion that we do not give anything to God? Save what he has what? Given. Yeah. First Peter chapter 1 verse 23. Nobody answered. Glory. Okay. It says, being born again, not of what? Corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the word, the word of God, which what? Liveth and what? Abideth forever. You see, when he's saying that we are born again, this is one of the blessings that what? God has what? Given to us. To be born again after the order of God. Did you get that? Did you catch that? To be born again after what? The order of God. So we say mankind. And then we say God kind. So when we came from our mother's womb, we were what? Mankind. When we moved in Christ, we are what? The God kind. Do you get it? Do you understand it? So we're meant to understand that this word means to be born again means to be born for what? From above. Are you understanding? So we are not the same kind of people with what? With the people of the world. That's why the Bible separates us and says they are children of what? The spirit. And they are children of what? The flesh. It's a great blessing to have the life of God what? In us. We have been born again. We created. Second Corinthians 5.17 It says if any man be in Christ is a what? New creation. And just buttress. When you say new creation we are not talking about we are not talking about a change of character. Follow me. We are not talking about a change of character. We are talking about a change of what? Nature. A, t- a change of what? Inner components. Are you understanding? So if you say, I am a new creature, it means I'm a new kind of person within. It's not as though a change of character. Because then, somebody can see himself or herself make mistake. Then he's doubting, am I really changed? Yes, you are. Because the word of God is what? It's true. Your experiences are not what? Override the word. The word of God. Are you understanding? So the word of God supersedes. So it is us that will interpose the word of God over our word experiences. Not just say, oh, it's not true. Because what? Of our word experiences. So we have been born again. And this is what God, God gave to us. It's a spiritual blessing. Are you understanding this? From Galatians chapter 3, and I love this one so much. And we were, we're made to see, we won't have time to look there. We're made to see that we have received the righteousness, which is what? Apart from what? The law. Are you understanding? We learned this last week. We have received the righteousness, which is apart from the law. The righteousness of the law, when it says righteousness now, it's talking about to be justified, to be called a righteous person in the sight of God, according to the true judge. Are you understanding? So, when we, when the people, actually, I like to say this, let me just say this. Um, if you're having any trouble with the law, there was one time I was having trouble with the law, I was young, going, faith still going, forever be going, because it's from glory to glory, hallelujah. So, I was having trouble with the law, and the, 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 the Spirit of the Lord just led me to a verse. He said, for the law came through what? Moses. But grace and truth came through what? Christ Jesus. He now asked me, 
He said, who did you receive? Did you get it? Did you receive Moses? Moses is for the children of Israel. Leave the law alone. Do you get it? You are not even a Jew. Do you understand what I'm saying? You are not Israel that received the law. It's them that should be struggling with the law. You receive grace and what? And truth. So enjoy your grace and truth under the leadership of who? Jesus. Leave them with the law. But actually, what we learned last week was that we're just dividing. And um, in my study of Galatians, I, I understood that the foundation of that book was that it was writing to Jewish people. It wasn't writing to Gentiles. When I say Gentiles and Jews, do you know what I mean? I'm just talking about those who are not children of Abraham according to the flesh. We are not. We are Gentiles brought in by what? The blood of Jesus, right? Did you receive the covenant? Did your fathers pass through the wilderness? No, no. We just received what? The grace from what? The children of Israel and from what? Christ. Am I confusing anyone? Yeah, I'm trying to be as simple as possible. So, in Galatians chapter 3, which we learned, I'm just trying to summarize before I just quickly touch on what I want to say today. We saw that the law was a schoolmaster for those people. Do you understand? The law wasn't the main thing. The law was to serve a purpose for a time until what? The righteousness by what? Faith come. So, it says that those who now believe, they have become righteous in the sight of God. So, it's a blessing also. It's something God gave us. Are you understanding? Do you know understand? I know some of us might not understand this blessing because you did not ever live under the law. If you lived under the law and then you had to do, do before God will call you just. Or you had to do, do before God will call you righteous. Then you appreciate just believing and being called what? Righteous in the sight of God. So God doesn't see anything wrong with you because why? You have believed upon what? Jesus Christ. So you are righteous in the sight of God. God says, this one is righteous. Why? Because he believes upon what? My son. Do you get this? Do you understand this? Can we turn to quickly? Romans should be free. Romans should be free. So I just want to, so that I'm not saying things and then you can't see it in the scripture. Romans should be free. Oh, let's go to Romans should be four. Let's start from verse four. We'll just read from verse four to seven. Romans should be four, verse four. Glory. Now look at this, just to summarize from what last week. It says, Now to him that what walketh, he that doeth something, are you understanding? Is the reward not reckoned of what? Grace, but what? Of depth. Let's go. It says, But to him that walketh not, that's us, hallelujah. We did nothing. Right? It says, Believeth on him that what? Justifieth the word ungodly. He says his faith is counted for what? Righteousness. Hallelujah. If you have trusted, which I know we have all trusted, upon him that justifies the ungodly, what is our faith counted for in his sight? Righteousness. Let's go ahead. It's getting sweeter. You enjoy this. He said, even as David, so he's giving a solid backing to our righteousness by faith. He's seen the prophet spoke about it. Do you know that Abraham was not justified by the law? He was justified by what? By faith. So he now said, even as David what? Describes the blessedness, what God has given to those people, of the man unto whom the Lord imputed. I like this one. He didn't just say makes. He said he imputed to their spirit. Hallelujah. He said he imputed what? Righteousness without works. Woo! I'm righteous. I'm righteous. By faith in Christ, not by works. Let's go to verse 7. Let's wrap it up. Saying, 
Blessed are they. Can we read this together as a church? Let's go. And please personalize it. Let's go. Blessed am I, whose iniquity is what? Forgiven. And whose sins are what? Covered. So, we have a state before God. It's a state of forgiveness and a state of covering. Because of what? Because of Christ Jesus. Do you understand this? So, that's what we learned last week. We saw that we received righteousness, which is by what? By faith and not by the works of the law. So, quickly, let's turn to Ephesians chapter 3 verse 4. So, let's just learn more. Ephesians 3 verse 4. Let's go to verse 14, rather. Verse 14. And um, I just want to share the thoughts is the blessing we receive um, called um, the house of God. Are you understanding? It's a blessing. The house of God is a spiritual blessing. Look at this. And please pay attention. It says, for this cause, I bow what? My knees. Unto the Father of what? Our Lord Jesus Christ. Now, just stop there. Just stop there. It brought to us a terminology. And what's that terminology? Father. Although I'm not trying to read from context, but I just want to bring out the thoughts. He brought the word what? Father. Are you understanding this? Now, that what does Father introduce to us? Father introduces to us a what? A family system. Are you understanding? Now, this is so great because they never had it in the Old Testament. Are you understanding? It was when Jesus arose, he told Mary... He said, Mary, go to what? My brethren. He introduced them as what? His equal. Those who are part of his what? His family. Are you understanding? So he says, tell them I go to my father. Dear father. My God. Dear God. Because what he accomplished was to bring men into a fellowship with what he had. Are you understanding? The blessings belong to Jesus. We were not sons of God. He was the son of God. But by marriage, what happens? If I am the husband and I have a lovely wife, which I hope for one day, and then, <laughs> and then I'm rich, but my wife is not so rich, right? She's from a lowly background. Immediately I marry her. What happens to her? She becomes what? Rich. It's our money. Do you understand? So Jesus was the son. He was the one with the rights to say, Father. But after what he accomplished, what did he do? He brought us into what? Fellowship. So Paul in the New Testament is now introducing this word, which the people of old, you know they called him by so many names, Yahweh. They called him Jehovah, the strong and blessed one, the God of Elijah, the God of Moses. But it's so simple now. Hallelujah. It's not complicated again. It's just what? Father. Are you understanding? So, what am I saying to us? We are in a family. Are you understanding? We are in a family. And it's a blessing. It's a blessing. To have a family, it's a blessing. Look at the person sitting close to you. What do you see? According to what we learn, what do you see now? You see, you know we have free... Permit me to use a word. I'm, I'm the teacher here, so I can use any word. Forget your English now. We have religiousized some terminologies in the, in the Bible. Are you understanding? So, when we look at it, say, do you get what you said? Do you understand what you said? When you say brother, it means that 
I'm no greater than she is. She's no greater than I am. Jesus called them brethren. What brethren means? Almighty. The Lord of everything. And he says, they are brethren. Brethren means equals. So don't let it amaze you that you're equal with God. <laughs> Hallelujah. Do you understand this? So we've come into a family through Christ Jesus. So I want you to see people as your family. Are you understanding? We are family. The whole body of Christ upon the earth right now. And those in heaven. Go to verse 15. So I'll show you that we are brothers and sisters in heaven. It says, of whom the whole world, family, look at it, in what? In heaven and earth is named. So he's saying that through whom came, are you understanding? Through whom came and those who bear his name, are you understanding? The family which is in heaven and what? On earth. So if someone sleeps in the Lord, he's not dead, he's sleep. Hallelujah. I said it one time to uh, uh, someone and verse was like, he's dead, he's dead. I said, okay, he's dead. Do you understand? They don't die. They just move. They change location. Are you understanding? So we have a family in heaven and we have a family on the earth. So everybody you see that believes in the gospel is your family member. We're in a family. We're equals. Don't be like, no, you're not greater than the person. The person is not greater than you. We'll see something. What differentiates us now? Are you understanding? What makes it that this person has more honor than the others? It's not because the person is greater. God placed the honor on the person for a purpose. Are you understanding? For a purpose. Are you understanding? So we'll see that purpose quickly. So I just want to show us that the family of God is not without order. Are you understanding? The family of God has perfect order. God is very wise. Look at Acts 20-28. Just like any natural family, you know there's the end. And there is the, do you understand? So, yes, indeed, in Christ, all words equals. None is greater than what? The other idea, glory. Glory. Now, but in the family of God, there's what? Order. God didn't just put a family anyhow, then we're just anyhow. No, he put order. You know, Jesus is not present with us. Are you with me? He has gone to the Father. Who is present with us? The Spirit. Are you with me? But then, can you see the spirit? Can you see with your naked eyes? No. Right? So, but what did, what does the spirit do for the family of God on the earth? It divides us into different families. That's what the local assembly is. Now, look at this. Verse 28. I want you to see these things as spiritual. Gain spiritual understanding. Don't be natural in your thinking when you look at the body of Christ. He says, Take it therefore. Now, the history of these thoughts, I'm reading out of context, but the history of these thoughts that Paul has taught some people for some years. They were supposed to lead the people of God. So he was not giving them a passing remark. Do you understand? So he said to them, he said, take it therefore what? Unto what? Yourselves. So he was talking out to the leaders. Are you understanding? He says, and unto what? All the flock which the Holy Ghost has made you what? Overseers. Are you getting this? So, the Holy Ghost placed men over men. Why? To take care of what? Men. Are you understanding? So, in the context of your local assembly, don't you see your pastor as someone that just loves God? No, no, no. It's a spiritual authority placed over your head. Who placed him? His own will? Who placed him? The Holy Ghost. So, to dishonor the one who is placed over you. Who are you really dishonoring? 
The Holy Ghost. Who is the Holy Ghost? God. So if you say, I love God, and then you say, he love you. If you say, I love God, and your pastor is in listen, do you really love God? Or you just click If you say, I love God, and then your pastor is dishing the word to you, and in your heart, you are pressing your phone, son of what he's doing. Your heart is not there. You're not listening. Because he has labored so much. This is not God. Are you understanding? So we see that God sets his family in the in an excellent fashion. He didn't set his family anyhow. He put his family in an excellent fashion. Are you understanding this? Glory to God. Hallelujah. <laughs> so he says, the Holy Ghost has made them overseers to do what? To feed the word, the church. So you see where the difference now starts coming in. Not because the pastor is greater than the member. But Jesus, the Holy Spirit, gave the pastor another level of honor. For what? For them. To serve them. Are you understanding? Not to Lord, bully, take from you. You know, the Bible says, okay, that one is pastor's teaching. You listen to your own teaching. Hallelujah. Understand that you have a spiritual authority over you. Are you with me? And just like Many a times, you know, you didn't choose your, did you choose your daddy? Did you choose your daddy? Maybe you were just come from heaven and God was about to bring you through your mom and your, God, I like this guy. <laughs> Make it so, 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 and so. Make it so, so. No, you didn't. You just find out that your spirit is just attracted to this person. It's a spiritual rule. It's the Holy Ghost that does it. Are you understanding? So, that is the ministry that is supposed to work. Are you understanding this? And what do you do? You receive them. You honor them. Because they are not placed by what? Their own will. But they are placed by what? The will of God. Do you understand this? Are we getting something? Are you understanding something? Let's look at 2 Corinthians 10 verse 8 quickly. And this will be the last one. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 8. 2 Corinthians 10 verse 8. Glory. So, look at this. It says, For though I would boast somewhat of our what? Our authority, which the Lord has given us, what edification and not for your word, destruction. So Paul acknowledges, and he was telling them, the people of Corinthians didn't understand that the spiritual authority has come over them by the will of God. Are you understanding? So he said, "There's an authority Jesus gave us for your sake. There's an authority He gave us for you. Are you getting this?" Acknowledge, have it in your mind. This is an authority placed over my head. By who? By God. And in honor of God, what do I do? I honor them. Are you getting this? Glory, glory. So quickly, still talking about the family of God. Let's look at our bond. I want us to look at our bond. Go to Ephesians chapter 4, 3. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 3. You see, we have a bond that is so strong as a family. You know, Glory. We have a bond that is so strong, not even by blood. You know, your family on earth with a good one and continue to honor that relationship. And your, are you? But that bond is not even compared to what? This bond. This one is spirit. That one is blood. Are you understanding? Flesh and blood, what? Spirit. Mundane, what? Eternal. Are you understanding this? Now look at this. He's instructing us 
He's instructing us as a family. He says what? Endeavoring to what? To keep the unity of what? The spirit in the bond of peace. So he said, be at peace with one another. Keeping our unity in the spirit. Are you understanding? We have a unity in the spirit. Whether you know it or you don't know it, there's a unity in the spirit. Are you understanding? We have a oneness in the spirit. He's now saying that we should endeavor to keep that bond. Keep that bond by what? By being at what? At peace with one another. You don't know who God is. Offense. It's not offense, you let it go. Are you understanding? And I just want to correct the mentality. You know, we have this mentality when we come to church. And the mentality is like, the church is just so, so perfect. And everybody is so, so good. Then when we just so, so, so get so, so disappointed. Because we have not taken spiritual understanding. We have taken what? Carnal understanding. The Bible says in Ephesians chapter 4, you can read it when you get home. It says, for the perfecting of the saints. The saints are not perfect. They are perfect in spirit, but in understanding they are not yet perfect. Yes, you are born like God. You have the fullness of God in you. But do you understand? Do you know if I'm a lion and I have the mind of a dog, I'll behave like a dog. Imagine a lion is a young cub, and this is just a natural example to help our minds. And then they put this cub among dogs. All he's seeing is the way the dogs are barking. The way the dogs run from lions. He doesn't know his king. Are you understanding? So the same way with us, the same way with the body, I'm saying this so that you don't take offense easily. We have been what? Perfected. So we came into Christ, yes. But we have been taught to function as we truly what? Ah, sons of the living God. Are you understanding? There's a training ongoing. And that's part of the reason for the local assembly. To be trained to live as the son of God. Which you are. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So, let's go ahead. Verse 4. Look at this. He's now explaining our bond. Are you with me? It says the word. There is one body. So, what is he saying by one body? He's saying we are partakers of one thing. Are you understanding? One body. The same body of Christ. So, men are by wisdom today in this dispensation divided. A church, church, A church, B church. Don't let those things blind your minds. Are you understanding? There's a purpose for it. Don't let it blind your minds. So you say, because they are not from church A, you are cool with the people in your own church set. But when you get to the people in church A, you're just like, no, don't let it blind your mind. We have the same word, the same body. It says, well, we have what? One word, spirit. You know, what bonds the natural family? I'm just trying to show us our bond. It's flesh and Do you understand? Came from what? The same father and the same word, mother. That's our bond. That's why if you're this moment, in the next two minutes, if you're a cool person, I know we're cool people. <laughs> you have already forgiven. You're already talking about another thing. Why? Family bond. Do you get it? Family bond. The same thing. There's a greater family here that has been established. So you see somebody gets up. Those people are wicked. Did they even greet me this time on? <laughs> we love you. Maybe somebody just went a different direction that day. So, so do you get this? We have one spirit. The same spirit in you. 
the Holy Ghost fights me. Are you understanding? You know, Jesus was trying to show Paul a revelation, and that's the revelation Paul ran with. He said, Paul, Paul, I'm so rather. Why are you persecuting me? So he called everyone part of his body. So if you say I love Jesus, love Jesus, you have hated Jesus. Are you understanding? If you say I love God, but you hate one who is the child of God, how can, you can't hate my child and love me. No. Are you understanding this? So he said, even as we are called what? In the word. One hope of what? Of calling. Now this one is just talking about, we have the same word. Expectation. Christ in me, the hope of what? Glory. Is Christ in you? Okay, so we have the same hope of glory. Let's go ahead, verse 5. Let's watch. Time is fast back. It says we have what? One Lord. Then it says we have what? One faith. One faith means that we have one belief system. Let me stay here for a while. Some who say, I believe this, I believe that. We believe. Hallelujah. Do you understand this? Every single one of us, we have the same belief. Is the Bible too? And please remove this thing from your mind. You see, the Holy Ghost gave me one interpretation. The Holy Ghost gave you another. Ah. The Holy Ghost causing confusion up and down. <laughs> it's not a spirit of confusion. No. Eh? Hallelujah. So you see, the Holy Ghost gave me one wisdom. He gave you the different thing God can give us is are you understanding? Meditation. So I got from um um Jesus is Lord. Then one person say, wow, that means Jesus owns everything. No, he said, no. What the Holy Ghost told me is that Jesus owns part alone. The remaining is for the Father. You're like, what are you saying? Which Holy Ghost? Please stop lying. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we have one belief system. Think about it. If we all have one mind, can we fight each other? So pray for your pastors to teach the right things. Hallelujah. Say we have what? One baptism. Time will not permit me to talk about this baptism. Aya, aya, one baptism. Can you see it? Can you see it in your mind? Are you understanding? Is the Holy Ghost ministering to you? see, this baptism, I hope we know it's not talking about water baptism. No. Just to say this. Okay, let me not say it. It will cause confusion. Let's just go ahead. Water baptism, are you with me? This is not what it's talking about. It's talking about the baptism into Christ. Hallelujah. You know, water baptism was symbolic for the true baptism. When you believe the gospel, what happened was that you became baptized into Jesus. That's why in Colossians we say your life is what? Is eating Christ. Who is in what? So, let me just say this about judgment. Just for our minds. Do you know that the day of judgment, we are not going like this. We are coming like this. Do you understand this? Okay, I think I've gone beyond teaching. One baptism. Are you understanding? One baptism. We are all partakers of the same thing in Christ. Do you get this? Let's look at the final one. One God and Father of all of us. He says, who is above all, who walks through all, and what? Who is what? In us all. Hallelujah. Are you seeing our bond? Are you seeing our bond? It's very great. That's why we need to honor one another. Treat one another with respect. Do you get this? 
Galatians chapter 3, quick. Let's watch. Galatians chapter 3, verse 20, 26. Galatians 3. Glory. It says, For ye are what? All the children of God. By what? Faith in Christ Jesus. So we have all become children of God because we are, we believe in Jesus. Verse 27. Look at this. Can you see what I was talking about baptism? Can you see it? It's a different baptism. It's not water baptism. It says, For as many of you as have been hallelujah, been baptized into Christ as what? Put on what? Christ. So if you love the Christ, you got to love me. Because as he is, so am I in this world. There's no difference. There's no difference. There's no difference. There's no difference. Did we get something? Did you see something? Did you understand something? Did you see that there's a spiritual authority? If we dishonor that authority, our family cannot function. Let me tell you the truth. Don't be. Some things God will not give you directly. He will give you through your. Don't say, but don't need it. The Spirit is what? The one that placed him over you. Are you understanding? In the context of this way, we know our lead pastor, Pastor Dolakulawa. Yes. You see, he's young. But he's not by age. Don't judge from age. Don't be carnal in your judgment. The Pharisees were old, so I'm sure they'll be looking at Jesus. See this carpenter son. That's why they were never saved. See this carpenter son. Uh-uh. So somebody say, "Ah, uh-uh. Didi, we went to school together now. Brilliant child. What were you doing now? See this man. <laughs> no, he says the very man being Christ. Hallelujah. He's a new creature." All things are passed away. All things have become new. You judge from a new perspective. You see from a new perspective. Do you understand? So you don't just see him as my God. Spiritual authority over my life. You don't see us as this girl I just met in church. You just met her in church. No. You are into the same thing. You are wearing the same thing. Christ. Your bond is great. So if you see somebody new, don't greet the person like you don't know the... I know you, we are family. How you doing? <laughs> Glory to God. If the person doesn't understand, he will come. Don't think you'll be weird. It's the person that is weird. You are the good... Do you understand? So you greet the person like you own the person for your... Because you know the person. You know is your is your what your brother, your sister in Christ. You have not just met, but you know. Hallelujah. You have the same adoption. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So have this mind. Hold this mind and spot. Are you understanding? Have this understanding. Don't act outside this understanding. Act according to this understanding. Honor authority. Are you understanding? For your own good. It says, believe your prophets, and you shall what? Prosper. Prophet, there is just spiritual authority. Are you understanding? If you will be prosper, very, very important. And then our family bond, keep it peace. Love one another, knowing that we are one. Are you with me? So now I hope you are already thinking. All those people that you are vexing with, the word of God is already removing it. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So do we have any question? We're rounding up. Any question? Any question at all? So the Spirit of God did a wonderful job. Hallelujah. 
For the words spoken to you today, they are my very heart. That my prosper must be obeyed. These things must be honor. Honor those who are placed over you. Honor your brethren. See yourselves as one, for you are you are indeed one. Much as I have loved you, love one another as I have loved you, love one another. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you.